One of my uh, sisters, one of the sisters in my community, a religious sister, uh, was visiting uh, an Irish family here. And this wonderful Irish family had the uh, habit of praying the rosary in the evening. So she said she'd join in. Absolutely fantastic. What she wasn't, she wasn't an Irish. She's not from Ireland, though. And one thing I also learned when I entered my community is that we in Ireland have a tendency to pray quite quickly. Um, Now, this family took it to a whole new level where... um, she wasn't sure for the first three Hail Marys if they were praying in English. Um, and then it was also this kind of relay system. So it, 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 it is quite the spectacle, really, where you've got the Hail Mary for Grace Lords, Hail Mary for God, Hail Mary for Grace Lords, Hail Mary for God, and she actually, when she determined that it was English, she bust out laughing <laughs> and couldn't stop and had to leave the room. Uh, so very often, uh, we, we can be praying things that we don't fully um, understand or grasp. Uh, I remember actually in this reading, of this, this gospel, we were reading it at a, at a, a youth group once, and um, one of the girls, with great conviction, really with wonderful conviction as she was reading it, proclaimed the gospel very well, and um, said, know this too, your kinswoman Elizabeth has in her in her old age herself conceived a son and she whom people called barbarian <laughs> is now is now in her sixth month <laughs> so, so we can often be reading things uh, we can often be exposed to these kind of you know beautiful gospels or beautiful prayers and not really grasp their depth you know it can often happen like they kind of we just skim off the surface for some reason when we think of the Hail Mary uh, so the the first part of it, the first half of it, is entirely biblical. So we have these words of the archangel Gabriel, who says to Mary, Rejoice, so highly favored. So hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. So hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. These are the, the, the words of the archangel Gabriel. So he's saying to her that you are you're full of grace. Now, again, where do you start with this? There's so much going on here. Okay, so... She has been preserved from all stain of original sin. This is necessary because original sin is transmitted through the, the generations. When you're born, you're born with it. Okay, so hence baptism, the need for baptism. So how are we going to manage Jesus having a human nature but not having original sin? Because sin can't taint God because that's, that's like a contradiction in terms. Sin, sin is the opposite to God. Sin is turning away from God. Sin is, is rebelling against God. God doesn't rebel against God. Like that's, that's just, that, that makes no sense. So, so... How do we have Jesus having a, a human nature like ours, but, but not having original sin? Now, uh, how, how do we create this, this like pure temple for him? Now, you might say, well, okay, make Mary, preserve her from all sin of original sin, and sure, while you're at it, do the rest with all of humanity. Might kind of save a lot of hassle, I think. If everyone is preserved from original sin, then all is good, right? what we we forget or what what can be difficult for us to grasp is that giving her that initial grace of being preserved from all sin of original sin still requires her to work with that grace that's that's like that's an essential element otherwise we won't fully understand the, the greatness of our lady like getting a grace is one thing working with it is quite another we receive holy communion God himself every day so why aren't we saints? Hmm? Why aren't you saints? Hmm? Why not? Why not? Like you've received God, numer- even if it's only once a week, even just once in your life should be enough. 
So receiving the grace is one thing. Working with it is another story altogether. So she receives this grace of being preserved from all sin of original sin, which she works with throughout her life. She maintains, she holds on to that grace and keeps it pure, keeps it, keeps it perfect, you know? So you might say, well, sure, look, I mean, at the end of the day, it was something given to her for free from God. She didn't actually earn it. And I think Our Lady would be the first to say, true. Free grace, free grace. Yep, like, what do you want her to do? Say, yes, I'm absolutely fantastic and amazing and I deserve this. No, the grace is just gratuitously given. It's just given. Can we earn, can we, can we earn any grace that we receive? Well, no. Absolution, when, you, when your sins are forgiven, can you earn that grace? No. So Our Lady isn't there trying to make herself important on a day like today. I would, actually, I would actually imagine, and this is you know, completely non-biblical, so take it or leave it, uh, but I just imagine Our Lady in heaven, right? And all of the, the celebrations going on today in heaven, right? And all the party poppers and angels with those dunce hats or <laughs> little spiky hats. Or, and, and then Our Lady is kind of having her head kind of... Because you know, like, Scripture does talk about like, the exaltation and jubilation and trumpets and all sorts of stuff in heaven. So who knows? Who knows? It'll be classy. Whatever it is, it'll be classy. Um, there'll be no tinsel in heaven. All right? But... But, but I, can just, I can just imagine like Our Lady's head bowed in, in humility. So she, she knows that what she has is, is a grace, and there's no point denying that you know, in order to be you know, false, you know, to have false humility. So she's not denying the grace, but she knows that it was all freely given. You know? So I think she has this kind of this regal, this, this kind of royal presence, but at the same time coupled with a, just a wonderful humility. You know, like... In most statues of Our Lady, um, her head is, is somewhat bowed. In, in Nock, it's, it's looking up in prayer, which is a similar idea. Just, it's looking to the source of, uh, of grace, looking towards God. But in most statues of Our Lady, our, our, her head is bowed in prayer. So she's still the most important human being ever. Her, yes, the, the, the words of today's gospel. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Or as it said in Latin, fiat mihi secundum verbum tuum may be done to me according to thy word that 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 expression it just changed all of history like one sentence changing all of history it's like everything hung on that because she wasn't going to become pregnant uh, against her will and, and yet this was necessary for jesus to take on a human nature in order to bring it to the cross, in order to die, in order to open the gates of heaven for us, in order to redeem all of mankind. But everything hung on this. So Our Lady's greatness is her littleness. Our Lady's greatness is, is, is her entire dependence on God. But then when she gets that grace, she works with it perfectly. She works with it. She collaborates with, with, with grace perfectly. So uh, there's a, another somewhat dangerous comparison these days. But... Um, when we're young, we receive that, that jab, don't we? That, is, is it the MMA, measles, mumps, MMR, MM, measles, mumps, and rubella, isn't it? So we get that when we're kids. At, I don't know what age. Small. Anyway. And we get, we get that, 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 that vaccination. Okay. So you can imagine, like, if a 10-year-old were to get measles or mumps or rubella and there were to be some sort of a, a cure, you know, uh, antibiotics or blast of vitamin C or whatever it may be, uh, and, and there you are as a 10-year-old having to recuperate for weeks or months 
because of this thing. And you know, if, if you invented the cure, there'd be plenty of applause, plenty of uh, thanks, and so on and so forth. Plenty of lives would be saved. Uh, if, on the other hand, you invent, can I use the, I suppose I can use the V word, it's a dangerous word today, the vaccination, okay? If you, if you, if you invent a vaccination that stops the kids from getting measles, mumps, or rubella in the first place, now they don't have to go through the whole cure thing, they've just been preserved from it from the beginning. So is that, is that any less of an invention? Is that any, 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 any it, it's, it's probably, it's less visible if you will. I mean, if someone is sick and then you heal them, that's visible. If someone was preserved from, from, from the disease in the first place, it's less visible because it, it never happened. But the source of it all is, is that doctor or those, that team of doctors who, who invented the vaccination. Similarly, with Our Lady, rather than kind of falling into sin and then being kind of brought out of sin and purified, she's preserved from, from all stain of sin. You and I, we're the ones, we kind of, hopefully anyway, uh, we're the ones who, who get sick and then come through the sickness. Our Lady got the vaccination in the sense that she never fell. She never fell in the first place. Whereas we, we fall and we get lifted out of the mud and cleaned off and time of recuperation, then we're back out and maybe we get sick again. But Our Lady's preserved from all of it. But the source of it all is still, is still God. So, and she knows that. The source of it all is still the cross. Now, this is, it can be a small bit difficult to understand, but it's one of those kind of mystery things which we can still get our heads around. Just don't try to fully get your head around it. Or you're going to hurt yourself. Uh, but so Our Lady is born um, six, 15, 16, 17 years before Jesus, all right? And then 33 years after Jesus' death, Jesus dies on the cross. So you've got 33, 43, 49-ish years right before the cross our lady is born so at this point 49 years 50 years before the cross before the crucifixion happened our lady is preserved from all stain of original sin so the grace for this action of preserving our lady from all stain of original sin comes from the cross which happens 50 years later your head's getting warped yet um but this is this happens in god who is outside of time so he can preserve Our Lady from all sin of original sin for the merits of a cross, which haven't happened yet, but will happen. Get it? So the source of it all is still God. The source of it all is still, is still our Lord and his pierced heart. One last thing, if I may. <clears throat> uh, when I was in seminary, uh, a future nun, at least I think, I presume she finished, uh, she was studying at the time, she came to me and she said, you know, it's just terrible to see all these statues of Our Lady around the place with standing on a, a, a snake because that's not biblical. I said, I thought it was because my community, it's got two names, Work of Jesus the High Priest of the Family of Mary, so we're quite Marian. So Our Lady crushing Satan's head is an expression we would have used a lot. So I thought, what do you mean it's not biblical? Uh, and she said, well, look it up. And so I did. And Italian is, 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 the Bible in Italian is much easier than in English because there's one version. There's the, the, CEI version, the CEI version, and that's it. So it's very easy to, whereas in English, you get lost a myriad, myriad of different translations in English. But what I did notice is that 
there are inconsistencies in this particular line, 315. And even in today's version, so God speaks to the serpent, and he says, I will make you enemies of each other, you and the woman, your offspring, so the uh, offspring of the serpent, and her offspring. Then it says, it will crush your head, and you will strike its heel. It, neuter, right? So it's a, it's a, we don't have neuter in English, but uh, it. Not he, not she, it. Then other versions uh, say he, so then it switches, it's, um, your offspring and her offspring, he will crush your head and you will strike its heel. The, 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 the he then is who? Offspring. That's why some translate it, they. So, depending on your Bible, this line could be, he, she, it, or they will crush your head and you will strike his, her, or their, its, its, heel. <laughs> Get all that? Okay, so there are, and there are multiple possible translations for this. Okay, so when I heard this first, it, it, it shocked me, if I'm honest, because at first I just didn't know. I just didn't know that there were different translations for this. <clears throat> so there are different uh, translations, and from the Hebrew, it seems most Hebrew versions use the neuter, so it. Uh, it seems that later copies of it may have used she. Uh, so the, the Duaramus version, which is a, like the, the, equi the equivalent of the King James version in, for Catholics, uh, uses she. Okay, so we have a bit of complication here. How do, we, how do we clarify all of this? What's going on here? So Satan, his head is going to be crushed. Now, ultimately, where does any grace or power come from to crush Satan's head? God, the cross. That's ultimately where all grace and power comes from anyway. But is it a weakness on God's part if he were to use, if he were to do this through Our Lady or if he were to do this through the church? When God absolves sins through a priest, is that Jesus unable to do so and so he delegates it to a priest? No, it's Jesus' power working through a priest. When, you know, when the gifts are, 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 Holy Communion is confected, as we say, uh, is, is that a, a weakness on God's part or is it God working through someone? It's God working through someone, isn't it? It's not a lack of power on God's part in any way. Same with even the mission he entrusts to the church. You know, go, therefore, make disciples of all the nations. Is that because he didn't want to do it himself? He couldn't send angels? No, he, he wants to collaborate with us. He wants us to collaborate in this work of salvation. But none of this is, is us taking from God or God unable to do it. It's us sharing in the mission. It's us sharing in the mission. It's God actually elevating us. You know, I want ye to do this. Ye can. I want ye to share in my power. Here, here's the grace that you need. Go do it. I'm with you. Always. Until the end of time. So, so if we, under, we, take, we take the understanding that, that Our Lady crushes Satan's head, this in no way takes from God's mission or from Jesus' mission or from the power of the cross. If she does so, she does so through, like, through the, the work of the church throughout the world, right? which came about because of Jesus, which came about because of her, yes. But all of it is God's grace anyway. So there's no, there's no competition here at all. Uh, and if then it's they, so Satan's offspring, demons, uh, Our Lady's offspring, Jesus, and the church, if it's the church that ultimately defeats uh, Satan in the end, well, again, that's only through the grace of God. 
So th there's no competition here. So we, we shouldn't get, you know, if someone says, ha, you know, you, you Catholics, you, your, your statues are wrong, they're idolatrous or something like that. Uh, that that's a misunderstanding, you know. We, we know that Satan's ultimate defeat, the, ul the ultimate grace comes from, from, from the cross anyway. But I think it is worth noting that if I were to take on um, an MMA fighter, I mean, I think I could put up a pretty good, um, I think I'd be pretty good, you know, un until, until the first bell. You know, I, I could do all the, I could do all that. That's, that's not a problem. When you walk over, you take a touch gloves and you do the, this stare. Yeah, I could, I could do that. I can do that. It's when that first bell goes. That's when I think things would go very swiftly downhill. Okay. And um, I'd say three seconds. Give me three, four seconds of consciousness after that first bell. And that'll probably be it. I won't be doing this, like, but... <laughs> I don't know. The fight in Irish. But... Uh, but yeah, it wouldn't last very long, and that would be. And then, but then, even for any MMA fighter to beat me, uh, he wouldn't really be, be boasting about it. You know what I mean? All right, it's not exactly a great challenge for him. Okay, he's not going to be like, boasting about this one to the boys afterwards. Somewhat similarly, uh, if if Satan is defeated by God, keep in mind, God is God, is God, is God, is God, is the only one, Almighty and eternal. And Satan, who is a, an angel, is powerful, but nothing close to God. He is a creature, a creation. This yin-yang thing shows that like the good and evil are 50-50. And inside good, there's a little evil, and inside evil, there's a little good. That's how the dots. Okay. Uh, that this isn't how we see re these cosmic realities at all. Good and evil are not 50-50. They're not. It's not Satan's you know, up there with God, the kind of arm wrestling, you might have seen those pictures online, of Satan and, and, and God arm wrestling. Like, that's just no comparison. God goes, and Satan's arm is, like, you know, like there's, there's no competition here whatsoever. And if you're really, really clear of that, with that, otherwise we kind of exaggerate the power of evil. Even if we don't mess with it, cause we're, not, we're, we're, we're a lot less than an angel. But, but there's no fight at all between Satan and God. There's, there's just no, no comparison, not even in the same league. And if Satan's primary sin, if you will, is pride, how ironic it would be if he were to have his head crushed by a human being, he's an angel, by a human being who's this young woman of no particular influence apparently in the world like talk about hitting a guy where it hurts like this is you hit him in his pride if you were to be defeated by god that's completely understandable for him to be defeated by a creature this humble handmaid who never reigned over any kingdom never had any armies never never did anything notable in the eyes of the world or in the eyes of like you know what we consider powerful or even what satan would consider powerful she did none of that if she were to crush his head, that, that sounds like a divine plan to me, if I'm, if I'm honest. Because uh, the Lord doesn't have anything to worry about as regards defeating Satan. This will happen. No, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. But I think so often his, his, uh, in our own lives, and definitely I think in, in, in Satan's life, 
his sin is the cause of his downfall. So that, that pride would be the cause of his, of his downfall. And so our blessed lady, being a, a mere creature in his eyes, I think that, that's a greater victory than him being defeated by God. So we have nothing to worry about also as regards to these different translations because they all point to the same reality. The source of all grace is the cross. And God uses us, the church, our lady, everyone to accomplish that mission, which isn't in any way a lack of power on his part. But it does show how much the Lord trusts us and how much he elevates us and how much as such he believes in us how much like the, the, the treasure that, that, that he gives to us and says, you know, make this known, protect this. Don't change it. Make it known though. And then ultimately, force the weak who will be crushed. And in a way that, 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 that takes on, that, that goes, there's like a new chapter of, of that story in, in today's celebration. You know, Our Lady being preserved from all stain of original sin. That's like the, the preparation goes right back to the beginning of recorded history. <clears throat> but this is an, a new chapter now. Ladies preserved from all sin of original sin. Perfect temple, perfect human body, if you wish, uh, into human nature, into which God incarnate can be born. And all of this so that you and I can get to heaven. So we join with the celestial celebrations today. We recognize Our Lady as our Queen and as our mother, and as this key figure in the redemption of mankind. And we thank the good Lord for her. Joining with our psalmist, as we say, sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders.